Welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. Today I want to speak to you on the theme, The Key to Life and Health. The key to life and health is simply the word of Elohim, the word of the living God. Yeshua said this in Matthew 4.4, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word which proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeshua is there quoting from Deuteronomy 8.3. This was not something new that Yeshua brought into the earth when he walked the earth. This is a truth from our Father from the beginning. Again, Yeshua said, man shall not live. There's that word, live. The key to life and health. Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word which proceeds from the mouth of Elohim. There is life in the word. And then in Proverbs 4, 20-22, Jehovah says this, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. They are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Now let's look at a few dynamics of this concept that there is life in the Word and that the key to life and health is the Word. First of all, there is life in the Word. Both of those scriptures I've just quoted to you say that. Let me give you a couple of examples. A number of years ago, my wife and I were remodeling an old home. And one of the things that we had to do was to remove wallpaper. There were, there were four bedrooms and a hallway in the upstairs of this home, and there were five layers of wallpaper. This was a 100-year-old home. And for six full weeks, I used something called the claw. It's actually a tool that is used to score or make tiny holes in the wallpaper. So I would score the wallpaper and then spray water and leave it set for 10 or 15 minutes, and then you could scrape the wallpaper off. So I was using this this scoring tool and a scraper for six weeks, eight to nine hours every day, and it took its toll on my arms. At the end of that time, I, I had severe tendonitis in both of my arms. And we finished remodeling that home, and it was time for me to move on to the next project, which was chopping, cutting and chopping wood for our winter heat. But I I knew I was not going to be able to cut and chop wood with the way my arms were hurting. So I sat down one day to talk to the father about this. And he gave me this word out of Isaiah 40. First of all, father said to me, you don't need healing. Because I sat down to pray for healing in my arms. Father said, you don't need healing, you need strength. And he revealed to my mind that the muscles I was using to remove that wallpaper had been strengthened over the the weeks that I was working. But the other muscles in my arms were not being used, and they had weakened. And that's what was causing the pain. This was revealed to me by the Holy Spirit. And then Father gave me Isaiah 40, where it says, The everlasting Elohim, Jehovah, creator of the ends of the earth, 
neither faints nor grows weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak, and to the one who has no might, he increases strength. So Father is telling me, I don't need healing. I need to pray for a strengthening of my muscles in my arms. And he gives me the word. He gives power to the weak, and to the one who has no might, he increases strength. So right there, that morning that I was praying, I memorized that those verses. I put them right in the midst of my heart. I memorized them. And for seven days, I would speak that word several times a day. The everlasting Elohim, creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor grows weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives strength to the weak. And to the one who has no might, he increases strength. So I would take that to the Father several times a day. I put that word inside of me, and it came out of my mouth. And because I know this, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of Elohim. Yeshua said this, by your words you will be condemned, by your words you will be justified. It says in Proverbs 18, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it eat its fruit. So I hid the word in my heart. I spoke it verbally several times a day. And for seven days, every single day, the pain in my arms reduced until after the seventh day, the pain was gone. And I began the whole project of cutting and chopping wood for the week, for the next winter. There is life in the word of Elohim. Another example. I have a friend. His name is Lauren. And several years ago, we were in a prayer meeting at church. And Lauren wanted several of us to gather around him and pray for him. There were some issues in his life, and we prayed. And we prayed with faith, and we prayed with the word. And one of the ladies that night had this, this word, this word of prophecy for Lauren. And it was very simply this. Lauren, you will go out, and you will come back. You will go out, you will come back. You will go out, you will come back. She said that prophetic word three times. Well, within a couple of years, now that seems to be saying that he would leave his current place and come back again. Uh, within a couple of years, Lauren was invited to go on a short-term mission trip to Africa. And he agreed, and Father gave him the money to go, and he went, went for several weeks. And his testimony was this, that when he was flying home from Africa, a large jet, and they were flying over the ocean, you know, 30 or 40,000 feet, they hit turbulence, and the pilot came on the air uh, on the intercom to tell the passengers, we're entering to some very serious turbulence, buckle up, stay in your seats. And in fact, Lauren said the turbulence got so bad that the, the plane was dropping 200, 200 and 300 feet at a time. The plane was, you can imagine, the plane was shaking. There's noise and it, it's dropping. And it would create fear and, and deep anxiety in the passengers. And Lauren said many of the passengers had their heads in their laps and many were even whimpering. Uh, there, there was serious fear and anxiety in everyone on that plane. And in that moment, 
when Lauren himself, this man of Elohim, this man who had been on a mission for Elohim, when he was faced with fear, anxiety, and deep stress, that word came back to him. Lauren, you will go out and come back. You will go out, you will come back. You will go out, you will come back. It brought a peace over him. It brought a, it stirred up his faith. And he, when everyone else was, was whimpering and stressed and full of fear, he was calm. He was at perfect peace. In fact, it says in Isaiah, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon you. That word, that prophetic word, brought a peace and a hope and actually brought abundant life to Lauren on that plane and many times since then. There is life in the word of Elohim. The other thing I want to point out about what Yeshua said there in Matthew 4.4, 4, he didn't say, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word which proceeded. He said, but by every word which proceeds out of the mouth of Elohim. This means that our Father, our God, our El Shaddai, our hope, our King of kings and Lord of lords is always talking. We live by the words which proceed from his mouth. And so this also means that it's more than just the scriptures. And we do have the scriptures. We have the word of Elohim recorded in the Bible. And we, there's life in those words. Though they may be thousands of years old, they're recorded for us, for life and health. But it's more than the prophets of old. It's more than the scriptures. Jehovah is still speaking today. Peter said this in the book of Acts, You are all sons of the prophets. He was telling them in his sermon in Acts that Father had testified through his prophets and we're sons of the prophets. We have the Holy Spirit. We have a new covenant. We have better promises. And Father is speaking to us. Yeshua said this in John 10, 27, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. For sheep to follow the shepherd, they must hear his voice. And for us to hear his voice, he must be speaking. In Isaiah 55, it says this, As the rain comes down from heaven and the snow, and does not return there, but waters the earth, so that it springs forth and buds, so shall my word be, which goes forth from my mouth. There's Elohim himself saying, My word goes forth from my mouth like the rain and the snow. So the inference is clear here. It didn't stop raining and snowing when Yeshua ascended into heaven. It didn't stop raining and snowing at the book of Revelation. Ye Yehovah is saying to us, As long as there's rain and snow coming down from heaven, watering the earth, my word will, will proceed from my mouth. And just to quote the rest of that, So shall my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void. It will accomplish my purposes and prosper in the thing for which I send it. Again, that's in Isaiah 55. So Elohim is always speaking. He's always talking. He's, he's made it clear that he will guide us and deliver us and heal us with his voice that comes out of his mouth. In 2019, Father 
called me to walk across Michigan's Upper Peninsula. It would be a month-long walk, 400 miles, walking eight to, eight to nine hours and 16 to 18 miles every day. And a friend of mine named Frank uh, went with me. That was in April. We started in April of 2019. The year before that, and you know, and I knew I would be going in another year, I developed um, pain in my feet, uh, specifically in my right heel. But the left heel, was, I was having some issues too. There was stiffness, there was pain. And I just, I kept praying that God would heal me, that Father would take away the pain and, and whatever injury was there. And then I remember getting up to, you know, and it was there and I, I, would, I was still walking. I was still doing my prayer walking and functioning. But, and many of you know how that is. You, you function with the pain, but you're, you're not 100% and you don't like dealing with the pain. But the thought I kept having, you know, as that time was approaching is, I don't think I can walk uh, 400 miles and 16 to 18 miles a day. I don't think I can do that with this pain in my feet. So January came, and so the time is narrowing down, and my feet weren't healed, and I still had the pain. And finally, I sat down one day, and, and I just laid this out to Father. I said, look, this is your prayer walk. Father, you've called me to do this prayer walk. It's your prayer walk, not my prayer walk. What, what about my feet? I don't think I can do this. And his voice came to me very clearly. Daniel, I am going to heal you as you walk. I'm going to heal you as you walk. What he was telling me, I'm not going to take the pain away until you start. Until you actually start the day that I've given you and start walking this prayer walk across the UP. Well, the other thing that I had remembered when he said that to me, I remembered a few years before that on another prayer walk, a man named Larry. Uh, Larry had had problems with his knee for years actually was thinking about having surgery of, or a knee replacement. And I, invite, I had invited Larry and some others to prayer walk with me for a day. And he wanted to do this. And so he agreed. And the interesting thing is we walked 16 miles that day. A whole group of us prayer walked 16 miles in one day. Larry was one of those. And during the day, Larry went into that day with knee pain and knee snips, knee stiffness and just was going to deal with it and was dealing with it by the end of that day Larry's knee pain was gone and he has not had problems with that knee since then father healed his knee as he walked so when father said that to me that day I'm going to heal you as you walk I thought back to Larry and how God had did it with Larry and I faith rose up into me faith rose up with that word of my father to say, yes, I'm going to stick with these plants. Even if I have pain in my feet all the way up to the, the day that I leave, I will walk and father will heal me as I walk. And I want to tell you, I'm rejoicing because that is exactly what happened. Frank and I departed on the date father had given us. Through that day, the pain in my feet grew less and less. The second day, it was just barely there, and by the third day, for the rest of that month that we walked, I had no pain, I had no stiffness, I had no problem. Father stood by his word. 
He gave me his word, he stood by his word, and he healed me as I went. Our Father is faithful, and there is life and there is healing in his word, and our Father is always talking to us. The question is, are we listening? Now, let me read to you from Deuteronomy 30, and I would encourage you to make a note of this and even memorize this Bible verse. Deuteronomy 30, 19 and 20. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both you and your descendants may live. Think about what Father is saying here. He has put before us life and blessing, or death and cursing, and he's making it our choice. He says, choose life, that both you and your descendants may live. Now, what is it that he's setting before us here? Verse 20, that you may love Jehovah your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him. Now, it doesn't say obey his word. It says obey his voice. That you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which Jehovah swore to your fathers. He is our life. So the word causes us to look to him and to love him and to cling to him. He is our life. He is our health. But if we ignore him, if we ignore our father, if we ignore his word, then we're choosing death and cursing. If we cling to him, if we love him, if we pursue him, if we put his word in our heart, if we are in his word day and night, then we are choosing life and we are choosing blessing. Now let me just speak for a moment on this idea of memorizing the scriptures. It's said in Proverbs 4 that I quoted earlier. Keep these words in the midst of your heart. They are life and they are health. We need to take that literally. Keeping the word in the midst of our heart is memorizing it. Now it says in Joshua 1.8 that Father talked to Joshua and said, These words med meditate upon them day and night. In John 8.31, Yeshua said, to those Jews who believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. That word abide, it means to live. It means to dwell. Yeshua is saying, if you dwell in my word and if my word is in you. Psalm 119.11 says, your word have I hidden in my heart. What does it mean to hide something in your heart? It means to memorize it. In Proverbs 3.3, it says, write these things upon the tablet of your heart. Write something on the tablet of your heart. What's he saying? He's saying memorize. Proverbs 16.1 says this, The preparation of the heart belongs to man. The answer of the mouth comes from Jehovah. And then uh, Yeshua himself said, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeshua said in Matthew 12, By your words you will be condemned, and by your words you will be justified. So what's going on here? The word that's written in our heart, the word that we memorize, the word that we prepare and we keep in our heart can come out of our mouth. And the words that come out of our mouth either condemn us or justify us before the living 
Elohim. Remember the testimony I just gave you about my arms being healed with Isaiah 40. Father took me to Isaiah 40. I memorized those verses and then I spoke them several times a day for several days. There's life in the word, there's healing in the word. But not if we ignore the word, not if we ignore our Father, not if we refuse to do what the scripture says and put it in our heart and speak it out of our mouth. Think about this for a moment. What are you putting in your heart? What are you consuming? What are you eating? Back to the words of Yeshua, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word which proceeds from the mouth of Elohim. What's coming out of your mouth? What are you saying? Are you speaking life and faith and truth and hope? Or are you speaking death and cursing and negativity over your life? My encouragement to you is that you would take time just to think about and meditate upon your own life and what is in your heart and what's coming out of your mouth. It's important that we memorize the scriptures and that we verbalize the scriptures. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing. This is Romans 10. And hearing by the word of Elohim. In Romans 10 it says this, the word of faith is near you. It's in your heart and it's in your mouth. The word of faith which we preach, that if you confess Yeshua is Lord and believe in your heart that Elohim raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That's Romans 10, and the word there for salvation means wholeness spirit, soul, and body. There's another connection between the heart and the mouth bringing life and health into our lives. A couple of examples of how memorizing the scriptures have, have brought victory into my life. A number of years ago, I was prayer walking in Canton, Ohio, and it was in December. And I remember it was late in the day, it was a rainy, misty, gray, dark December day. And I was wet. And I was tired. And sometimes when you get into a situation like that, uh, you know that Father has sent you on an assignment. You know that you're doing the Father's will. But still, circumstances and, and the environment you're in can, can work on your mind and work on your emotions. I remember nearing the end of that day as I was thinking about what I had been doing there and, and just facing some of these things coming against me. Uh, this word came to me out of Philippians 2.15. And Father, the Holy Spirit, Father through the Holy Spirit spoke this right into my heart. It says in Philippians 2.15, You shine as stars in the midst of a corrupt and perverse generation. You know, in the natural, it was dark, it was rainy, it was misty. But Father was encouraging me through that word that I had memorized, that I was a star, that I was a light in the world. And heaven's perspective of me that day was I was shining as a light in the world. I was right on time, right in rhythm with what, with what Father wanted me to be doing. That was a great encouragement. And that was, again, Proverbs 16.1. 
the preparation of the heart. I had memorized a Bible verse, and Father brought it forth in that hour to encourage me and to give me hope and, and just to reinforce his will for my life. Another time, I was in Homer, Alaska, and Father had sent me to some places in Alaska to prayer walk. And when I arrived in Homer, Alaska, I discovered that there was some witchcraft in the area and uh, active witchcraft going on in the area. And, you know, I didn't know that ahead of time, and I've arrived there. And again, circumstances in your life or, an, or, an, or a report or news can come to you, and you have the opportunity right there as you're faced. As I'm faced by this news, I'm, I, can, I can begin to fear. I can begin to wonder, uh, you know, is this witchcraft going to impact me? What's really going on? What do I have to do about this? Well, I received that report that there was witchcraft in Homer, and this word bubbled up out of me. It's written in Psalm 23. You have prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now this was at the beginning of a three-day assignment in Alaska. And that dissolved any fear that was coming against me. It renewed my confidence. It built me up in hope. And it told me, I don't even have to think about witchcraft that might try to come against me. Father has prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Everything Father sent me there to do would be accomplished. Everything that I need to know, needed to know about Yeshua and the kingdom and the effectiveness of my prayers was laid out before me before I ever got there. Father had sent his angels into that part of Alaska to prepare the way for me. So all I needed to do was focus on my prayers, focus on where I needed to go, focus on hearing his voice, focus on releasing the word out of me, focus on making the decrees he had given me to, to declare in that region. And that word that I had memorized brought me the victory as I was on that assignment in Homer, Alaska. Now, let me just close with these words out of Proverbs chapter 2. I've given you a lot to think about and I've given you a lot of scriptures and I'm exhorting you to look up these scriptures and memorize some of them. It says in Proverbs 2, My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of Jehovah and find the knowledge of Elohim. For Jehovah gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge, under, come knowledge and understanding. Look up Proverbs to read that for yourself. There's so much in there. But the point that Father is making to us there is his word. If we view his word as treasure, as gold and silver, if we pursue it, there's a condition here. If we pursue him, if we pursue his word, if we cherish it and treasure it, then we will understand, we will gain wisdom. Then we will find the life and we will find the health and the healing 
that is in his word. Now, let me get very practical just as I close here. I'm sure those of you who are listening, there are issues in your life. Maybe some of you are sick. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you're being assailed by demons. Maybe you want to know what to do with the rest of your life. Uh, Maybe you're confused. Uh, Maybe there's a person in your life who is being difficult and you don't know what to do. The word of Elohim, whether it's written in the scriptures or he speaks to you directly, has an answer. The word of Elohim has a victory. The word of Elohim has direction. The word of Elohim, again, has life and has health for you. The issue is your own will, your own choice. If you will get into the word, if you will pursue your father, if you will give your life over to the pursuit and the love of Father God and his word, he will impart life and health and hope to you. Now receive this blessing. Jehovah bless you and keep you. Jehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Jehovah lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom.